The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Post Credit Podcast. I'm Zach Patterson. And I'm Sean Holmes. I'm Brian Cash. Brian Cash is back from Jersey, but he's basically the only host we have now. So <laughs> Full-time <laughs> co-host. So we only record when he comes down. <laughs> it, has, it has been a while since you've seen us. In fact, it, it's been since last year. Uh, we had a bunch of stuff set up. It all fell through because my job sucks. And and uh, we're in a new studio. Yes. We are. We are in a new studio. We're procure the new digs. Coming oh, at you excellent. live from a part of downtown Frederick that's not trash. Uh, <laughs> it's the nice part of town. It is the nice part of town. No One wonder, block over. No wonder all this stuff is still here. <laughs> <laughs> For now. <laughs> well, it, it helps I have like two keys to two locks. It is. It is. Yeah. But yes, we are we are back. We are back after a long hiatus. We got we got loads of fun stuff to talk about. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We also have uh, some very interesting stuff coming up after our news. So uh, and some rants and some complaints. Yeah, I know we don't do that a lot on my show, but sometimes you just it we never do that. <laughs> yeah, complain. Who complains why here? Why would why would uh, you never complain? I don't complain. I don't complain. <laughs> I complain a lot. So um, a little too much. First, first little bit of news, SXSW is in uh, full swing right now, uh, wherever they do that. I can't um, remember where they do that. SSX? SXSW, it's a film thing. South by Southwest? It's usually no. in Texas, I believe. Is it in Texas? Yeah, because I, yeah, I think, I, I know a couple people I used to work it's with. It's South by know. Southwest. But the, I could have swore that's what it, that is. Oh, in that case, I'm just going to feel really stupid. It but is did South you, by Southwest. Did you, did you, hear, okay. did you, hear, did you hear what was screened, what was screened today? At South by Southwest, uh, Ready Player One mm-hmm. has been screened. Haven't heard anything yet. Haven't heard the the early reviews or anything like that. The one thing that is interesting is the, the that new horror film, The Quiet Place, uh-huh. generating all kinds of buzz. Have you heard about this movie? No, I've not. It, it is starring and directed by The Office's John Krasinski. No kidding. He directed it and he's the lead. Ah. And it's wait, who do you play in The Office? Jim. Jim. Jim Halpert. Right, <laughs> really has directed Sean's has face. directed a, mo- uh, a movie and he stars in it. Yeah, and something has happened. The previews are being really cryptic, but something has happened where they can't make any noise, so everything they do has to be quiet. They can't speak. They can't like clatter around. Some unknown entity is tormenting them. It's very interesting. From I want. I don't like horror movies because I'm a wuss, but I want to watch that from the mind of John Krasinski. People. Yeah, Amazing. you wouldn't expect you wouldn't expect it. But. <laughs> you see, you see the older people coming out of the movie. That movie was wonderful because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need quiet. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I took a nap. <laughs> the problem is the jump scares. <laughs> the jump scares in that movie are going to be dreadful because there will be noise jump scares. Everything will be silent. All of a sudden, it'll just be. Bah, all people might come oh out my gosh, <laughs> the sound editing on that. So on Blu-ray, you're probably going to have to like turn it up, turn it down, turn it up, turn it down. Or, you know, just not watch it after that. That's true. I just... <laughs> oh, man, I'm so... the hype for Ready Player One is all too real, though. I am yeah. so ready to get down with that movie. 
I'm ready to get every, down with every it. Every preview you see, it just gets better. It's amazing. Um, I, I'm not watching any more previews because by the time that most of them are out, you could probably like piece it all together and make the movie. <laughs> And it will only be like five minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. When he showed me, when he showed me one, was it two nights ago? I was like, wait, they made another one? <laughs> are they are they coming out in just a few weeks? I think that they're. I think they're worried that it's not going to generate the kind of hype that you get from like the superhero movies and Star Wars and stuff like it's, that. It's uh, here's the thing. It's, it's a tough. It's a it's tough. A t- market. It's a tough market. It's gonna and people. Once it's out, then it'll start to gather it, yeah. generate some buzz. You're not going to get a full big opening weekend for this. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you're going to get something large, but it's not going to be near like what Black Panther is. I mean, well, right now is such a competitive time too, with everything coming out in such close I was intervals. Say, it's, ma- it's the re- other problem is March became a stupid busy market. Yeah. <laughs> like if you think about it, well, yeah, because everyone moved to March because because Ready Player One was originally going to come out in December, and then there that that indie film that came out in uh, in December that was gathering way too much buzz, Star Wars. Oh, I know. I can't so, believe... Uh, I like, why did people... That love start why, movie. Why did, why did people go see that? It just looked like some, you know, weird thing. I don't know. Something about walking on the sky. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> something with a hairy guy and a b- bunch of birds. Um, yeah, but it, it's it's one of those things. And they're like, well, okay, well, we can't compete with Star Wars, obviously. So let's let's put it out to March. Yeah. And that's what everyone did. And that's yeah, that's the whole problem. You've still got the Black Panther crowd going to see Marvel's Black Panther, which was a superb film. There will be a review for that in the next. That's going to be in theaters till like the end Fucking of March. May. May, yeah. <laughs> oh, it better be because I haven't made um, it yet. <laughs> Disney's new Disney's new movie, A Wrinkle in Time, came out last week. Uh, Pacific Rim comes out. <laughs> How'd that do, by the way? I got, I'm kind of curious. I'm, I I'm have gonna, not heard. I'm gonna look up how it did. I have not heard about its like financial performance, but the reviews were not great. <laughs> but I'm still gonna go see it because I love like original movies. Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. It's done 33 mil. Yeah, that's not bad since its opening. That's, that's not just total, that bad. total gross. That's not that bad. Black Panther. Oh my god. Dominated. Oh, Look at this total well, gross. Just, no, you didn't hear about that. That was the one big piece of mo- news. Uh, as of Friday, they crossed the one billion dollar mark. Wow. Oof. Yeah, Black Panther. God, what a, f- a phenomenal movie, which we will talk about later because Brian oh. hasn't seen it. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Oh We're not going to spoil it. I've already gone four <laughs> times. It's a great movie. I, I, I will end up seeing Black Panther more than I will see The Last Jedi. Wow. Yeah, as weird as that sounds. I know that's fucking crazy. Wow. But- Black Panther got the uh, 2018 domestic. Uh, record, I believe that cumulative record. Well, wow. that's that's so far. It's a top. It's only it's only March. <laughs> it's only March. <laughs> but but yeah, I um we're, we'll we'll have uh, our next episode is going to be a lot of reviews that we're getting you caught up on. But the problem with Ready Player One is you've got people still going to see Black Panther. Wrinkle in Time came out, then Pacific Rim comes out this upcoming Friday, and then Ready Player One comes out. <laughs> it is going to be a busy couple weeks. Wow. But all of those movies I want to see, even if they don't work out. But I'll see anything. Like, I'm going to see A Wrinkle in Time. I love when Disney does original stuff. Like, that's what I want to see. Like, I don't care how low, how badly uh, Tomorrowland did financially. Tomorrowland is a superb movie. If people are too stupid to enjoy it, that's not Disney's fault. Yeah. That's just how I feel. If you didn't like... I just don't like has Oprah in it. Well, neither do I, but it's, it's Disney. It's Disney, but it's it's original. You know, but at yeah, the they, same they, time, they were like, still trying something different, which you have to you, you know, have to applaud. Yes, you absolutely yeah. have to applaud that. It's because I'm tired of 
the same old, this is a sequel, and then you got these tropes, and then yada, 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 yada. Like, you know, no offense, but I'm not hyped to see Incredibles 2 at all. I I am. I don't want to see Bob be Mr. Mom. I do. I'm bored. I do. It's I have to succeed at home so she can succeed out there. I'm over it, man. I don't I don't need that anymore. Every Disney movie that's cranking out is like that. Started with Frozen. We're just going down the hill. So Wrinkle in Time is going to be the same like that? I don't know. I don't know. That movie looks... You know, I got kind of a lost vibe from that where you can't tell what the hell's going on and they're not going to tell so, you until the end of the movie. Uh, that's... But I like movies like that. I want to see that. I think Oprah will do a good job. I may not, like, she's not going to be all political in a Disney movie. You have to applaud. It's the same as, like, when people say, like, you know, Mark Hamill's too political or J.J. Abrams is too political. It doesn't matter. As long as they do their job. If they make a good movie, if they do a good acting performance, they can have whatever political you, opinions they want. Just keep it out of the movie. You just, you just <coughs> Canto bite. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Now, need, need I say more? Uh, yeah, for for those of you who don't want to wait until my Last Jedi review, uh, my rant view is on the Castwave blog, uh, and it is it's fair. I didn't just go in and go, oh, Star Wars is the best thing in the whole world because of Star Wars. I I was completely fair. I put in I put in the high points, the low points. I tore up the low points pretty hard. Oh my god, yeah, you did. <laughs> just insane because. The planet Canto Bite sounds like the name of an STD, and I did say that in my in my blog. No, no, more, no more spoilers. Listen, I can, I can't I can't come into work, guys. I got I got the Canto Bite. I... Take Valtrex for Canto Bite. <laughs> got that Canto Bite. Side effects may include compulsive gambling. Anyway, <laughs> the other big the other big thing with March, and this is why I'm going to have a problem getting my hands on tickets to Ready Player One, is at the end of March we have Awesome Con coming up. Awesome Con's gonna be a lot of fun this year. Why is everyone shoving everything into March? What are we gonna do in the summer? <laughs> you know, it is weird, isn't it? Hasn't Awesome Con been in like June every year or May? It was like June no, or no, May. You know, I, you know what I realized? I think it's bumped up. It, it was, because uh, I think, actually, no, here's what happened. The first, when we went in 2016, I think it was in April. Was then, it? Yeah. Yes. Then last year it was. It was June. In like June. <laughs> now this year it's in March. March. What the hell? Who's happened? planning this crap? <laughs> I, I think they purely just have to figure out when the venue is available. I don't understand. It's, it's there's no. Is that convention center like booked out? Like who booked out that that summer? It's probably, probably gonna you. be some trash. <laughs> it's probably like, you know, one but of those furry conventions or something. Uh, <laughs> I bet you. I bet you anything. Or like Katsukon Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Ugh. But no, I, I don't care what anybody says. Awesome Con is the best con in this area. Yeah. Now, it is it is well known within the Cast Wave team that I loathe and despise MAGFest. And that's just my opinion. I'm not going to say it's bad. I just personally... It's no secret here. No. I just personally hate MAGFest. I don't see its appeal. It just It's just a bunch of drunk nerds being drunk nerds and destroying things. That's just how I feel. It's, that's that's just, just my opinion. That's just a half of it. That's 75% of it. <laughs> it's half of it. <laughs> because you also got concerts. That's true. That's true. You get you get some I, decent bands. I saw I saw the the composer to the the Journey soundtrack with an orchestra while the person was playing Journey. That's fair. That's that's that actually pretty was cool. Was amazing. And if you haven't played Journey, that's a great game. It's a great game. The Metropolitan, the Washington Metropolitan Gaming or Orchestra, awesome. Was that this year? Yes, because they didn't go last year. 
No, they went this year. Okay, so this year must have been pretty good. Yeah. Fair point. Like I said, this is just my opinion. Video Games Live, what year? That was amazing. Oh, God, I love them. I've been to their concert three or four times now. I met... Um, and I travel for it because I'm a psycho what, and I love What's it. the guy's name? <laughs> what's the composer's name? Tommy Taurico? Yeah. We, yeah, we met him. He was, he, was, he was a great guy. Oh, he's the best. He's the nicest yeah. dude in the whole world. But, but yeah. we are... We they, are need, they do need better guests, and yes, it is a kind of a drunk fest. So in uh, that in that way, I can agree with you. It's not the mo- most perfect con, but it's certainly not the worst. Get used to vomit in the hallways and your neighbors making noise all night so you can't sleep. Someone had a bad experience. Several. <laughs> <laughs> we said no, but, com- no complaining. But Awesome Con is pretty cool. <laughs> but Awesome Con is the best con in this area. It's huge. There's a shitload of vendors. There's some great panels. There's some great talent. And this year extremely affordable talent like everybody's the worst the worst autographs are like batista 60 bucks that's it batista could have charged 100 and gotten away with it Mm -hmm. 60 bucks steven amell 60 bucks some of the smaller ones like like what like even like lieutenant wharf's going 40 bucks 40 bucks for 40 bucks for wharf Oh my gosh! That's it's it's fantastic. You're both suck my riches. I mean, that's one thing I could say about every. <laughs> that's one thing I could say about every time we've been to it. Actually, yeah, everybody is extremely accessible, and yeah, no one's yeah. Too they've done over a, the top. They've done a great job, except for like you know, Stanley goes, and he's always like 100, 120. Uh, you know, the doctor. Yeah. Because they've gotten how many doctors have gone now? Two, three. David, like, David it's like I think I saw the top of it. I saw 150 was the highest. I think that was for like yeah. Billy Piper. Billy the Piper. No, Billy the Piper. Yeah. yeah, but um, we have we have a new record this year. Unfortunately, I was so excited when they announced that John Boyega was going to AwesomeCon. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna meet." How Finn. does he have I'm gonna, the time? I'm gonna meet Finn. I've got my action figure. I've got the Stormtrooper Finn when he when he defected, and it's yeah. even got the little helmet with the blood on it. I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna sign that. This is what I'm gonna get signed." He's and I was like, "He's probably gonna you know he's the big guest. He's probably gonna be like 120, you know, like one of the doctors or Stanley or something like that. Two hundred dollars." For an autograph or a photo. They're both $200. His VIP, I got the VIP for Stephen Amell because I'm obsessed with the arrow. So basically, the I'll spend thing. rent money on a, on, on if, an autographed photo from yeah, him? It's not, I, I didn't buy his ticket because it was so expensive. I'm just going to have to. You know, even if he had charged 120 I would have been a little like. Uh... I could have tried to get that, to get to 120 Like, that's reasonable. 200 is not reasonable. And I mean, I've already got the Stephen Amell VIP, which is pricey, but not that bad. Because I didn't know how busy his lane was going to be, so I wanted to make sure I got to meet him, so I get a free autograph and a free photo with my VIP for Stephen Amell. The John Boyega Stephen Amell is $600. $600. For a pass? Yes. For, no, not for a pass. For his VIP, for the John Boyega specific VIP. So you're guaranteed a photo, you're guaranteed an autograph, and you get preferential seating and, at his panel. And, and to put that into... $600. And to put that into perspective, the entire Guardians cast, I believe, is 675 so <laughs> for all of the guardians people that are going but you're going all the it's all the guardians yes yeah so which with, with the exception of uh, the big guy yes with the quill yes but yeah i just and he's charging to go to his panel you got to pay 20 bucks to go to his panel every other panel he could just walk into i'm not trying to i'm not, i don't hate john boyega for this like i understand it, it might have been his agents it might have been disney but that's that's insane you got to understand you know you'll still make good money if you only charge a hundred bucks, you're still gonna make a shitload of money. That's not necessary. That's overkill. If anything, I think you'll limit the amount of well, money you'll make because only a select few people will be able to afford that price. If yeah, they but, it, but they'll pay it. Well, yeah, but that's the it's, thing. It's it's, it's, yeah. vol, it's it's price versus demand. 
Demand's high enough that you could go lower and you'll you'll walk out with more money. It's John Boyega because because of volume. People people would have like people will still be there. There will be a shitload of people. People will come from everywhere just to walk by that booth and be like, oh, that's him. So you think you lower the price and introduce the volume? Yeah, for sure, for sure. If you, I'm that- under the impression that the volume will still. I'm not to say that that charging that much money is a good idea. It's not. It's but horrible. There, there will still be volume. There's but but they're still got, they're they're still gonna they're still gonna make their money. Yeah. But they're not going to make it up in volume. Yeah. They're going to make it up in, you know, just charging 200 a pop. Yeah. Plus, I mean, plus there's some people who have money to kill. And then they'll they'll spend 200 on the autograph and then 200 on the photo. And then $20 on the panel. Oh, no. It's, granted, I'm just, I'm salty because I can't afford it. I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. I would love to meet him, but I can't afford it. But, I'm just saying, I, I truly believe if you made that more affordable, like even if you charged 100 bucks, I bet they'd make more money based on how many people bought it. No, no you absolutely would because, yeah, we, you've already got our money. We're in the door. Yeah. <laughs> we know who you are, so there's already interest. <laughs> yeah. You don't have yeah. to upcharge. And, and everybody, and, everybody and their mother would go get a ticket for 100 bucks to get yeah. an autograph. I just don't think they – I just think that's overkill. That's just me personally. I think that's overkill. But, I mean, other than that, I think AwesomeCon is going to be great. We've got a great layout. Everybody's affordable. It does suck that Stan Lee dropped out. But he had some other things to he attend had, to. No, he has pneumonia. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is, is, there any, is there any new news about that? Is he... No, but I think everybody should prepare and brace for the fact that Stan Lee may not be with us much longer. Mm. It's it's going to... I just got a bad... I got one of my bad feelings. I sense a great disturbance in the Force. Says yeah. Adventures of Infinity War going to have be dedicated to Stan Lee. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what I think. I, I, I hope he makes it to Infinity War. I don't know if he can make it to Infinity War. How old is he now? 96. He's either 95 or 96. He lost he's... his wife last year, and he's got pneumonia. Yeah. It's uh, all the it's all sad. the all the pharmaceuticals in the world can only get you so far. I just don't know if he can pull through it this time. Because pneumonia kills a lot of people. It killed Bernie Mac. Yep. That's right. Yeah. And he was he was just like he was, he, he was a he was, viral, he was a young viral man. Yep. Yeah, he was like in his 40s maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's gonna. I I'm very concerned about that. But of the I think of the list we still have. There's a good amount of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Brian's happy. We got a really good amount of WWE stuff going on this oh, year. Oh yes, he's he's stoked. He's gonna meet Batista. He's gonna meet the New the Day. The New Day, yes. <laughs> he's he's oh, rocking. Excellent. You can't you can't see it, but he's rocking a New Day shirt. He is very excited. Are you, gonna, are you gonna wear that when you meet him? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I bought it specifically for. I, I, this came to my place two days ago, and I'm figured I'll just break it in early. But yeah, it's, no, I am I am prepared. I got the the Fye exclusive Drax. Funko Pop that I'm gonna have Batista sign. I, I, also, got, I also now now what was he because my, my uh, Funko Pop had the big uh, gun that he was in the big blaster that yep. he was holding. Which did yours have that or did he have the uh, the FYE the, the FYE exclusive is Drax holding Baby Groot. It's oh, from, I did see it's that. It's from one. the second movie. I thought about that oh. one. Yeah. So that'll be really good. Um, nice. I'm gonna meet Michael Rooker. He played Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm gonna have him sign. I already got a guardians of the galaxy annual number one but it's a variant cover and he's standing on the front of it yondu's on the cover with two giant guns so he's gonna sign that that's gonna be fucking awesome uh i'm gonna i didn't get this ticket in advance but i'm gonna try to meet uh the new chewbacca the guy that's playing chewbacca in the new star wars films penn state alumni because only the best for star wars yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then I got, obviously I got the Stephen Amell VIP, and I actually have one. I have a uh, an Earth X poster that I'm gonna have him sign. Nice. Yep, that'll be nice. Then I'm gonna frame that fucker. <laughs> I might go uh, put it right here. In the I studio. might go to a Wharf and get him to sign like one of my Star we, Trek memorabilia. We will we will find you something because the one thing you do have for him to sign is not ideal. 
the the one thing, and you'll probably end up st- discussing this on Nerds and Novelties. But the the one the one thing is it's is, bad. It's bad. It's it's morph in a, like the Spanish conquistador <laughs> pirate type of like garb. You don't think they'll appreciate that? And like Data's dressed in the same thing, and then you no, just have this little short midget character that is, looks is it, like he's in blackface. <laughs> It, it's terrible. It's unsound, and it's the only thing I have that has Worf on it. Listen, we, we've got time. I can find you a better action figure. I actually, I know for a fact right now that they have a regular Worf figure at Beyond Comics. Okay. Oh, where, we'll he's, where he's wearing the yellow, and he's got the... The, the sash? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's the, the same... The bandolier. It's the, the bandolier. Same, it's the same company, so the action figures don't look that great, but... It looks really. It looks good enough that you'd be happy to have it signed. It's a little, yeah. it's a little really more good. becoming. Yeah, your your thing is not good. Michael Dore would be like, "Get him out of here! Get him out of here!" Now the, you Sean should also. Tased. What if you got a poster? Commander Wolf's head looks like a fanny. What if you What if you got a poster? Um, and we just framed that. You could get a poster, have it signed, and then frame it and put it on your wall in your room. You've already got the fucking um. Oh, I just forgot the name of the ship that first goes to light speed that I gave you. The Phoenix. You've the already Phoenix? got the Phoenix hanging from your ceiling. If you get a poster in there Aren't signed by... you get a first by... contact poster? First contact poster. Is it in good condition? Like it would look good framed? Uh, or do we need to order you another one? No, I'm saying I should get one. Oh, yes, you should. I'll, I can help you out. I will help you out. You said, no. you said ASAP. It's <laughs> we got time. We got time. I can get it here. Yeah. I can get it here if we, if we order About it tonight or two. Well, Amazon's two-day shipping, Brian. Well, still. You see that? See that plug? See that plug? Prime. <laughs> Prime. And if you go through CastroStudios.com slash Amazon, you know, you can find this stuff. Don't Always. In, don't interrupt the ad, Brian. <laughs> I mean, you go through there and you go, you, you know, it kicks back Castaway Studios a little bit. So what we were saying earlier that you want to get to. Oh, um, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about Star Trek too much. Ah, uh, viewer, uh, Star Trek. <laughs> yep. But like I said, if we order you something in the next day or two, we can get it here before it gets we get down there. We'll find you. Something. I would love that. We'll we'll find you something signature worthy. It'll be good. That'd be a nice first part of a start of a prime directive episode. So who's who's your first priority? Since you, I mean, you got the Batista VIP. I assume the new day is your everything. Friday is going to be a busy night for you. You know, you know what? I, I think I think it would still be Batista. I mean, like new day being added on was a big bonus. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I've got it. Planned out where I'm gonna new day will be Friday. I think I'm meeting Batista Sunday. So yeah, but see, I'm, the best part about the VIPs is that you get a jump the line pass for the autograph. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind waiting in line. So I just I'll just walk bring, past. Bring your Game Boy. It's fine. I'll walk past. It's gonna look bad, but I'm gonna walk past all the teenage girls trying to get Stephen Amell's autograph. Be like, yes, I'm here for Arrow's autograph. <laughs> <laughs> It's the CW, folks. We know we know what kind of people want to go see Stephen Amell. Yeah. <laughs> I just happen to really like those shows, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, next up, we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet, and uh, there's a new thing in the movie world, a new annual monthly thing that you can do. Uh, Sean is actually a member, so he can tell you a little bit about it. Uh, it's called Movie Pass. Sean, you want yes. to tell us a little bit about Movie Pass? All right. Movie Pass is uh, basically a... Uh, subscription service but it's for the movie theater so essentially uh you get this card it's a MasterCard, and you also have the app on your phone so uh i would go to a theater i would uh say i wanted to see uh ready player one and i wanted to see one showing of that 
say I wanted to see it again because I'll probably end up paying um paying out of pocket for that. Sean Sean's going hard for Ready Player One, ladies and gentlemen. It's where it's it's going like, it's hard. like Zach Patterson Star Wars bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Um so so say I wanna watch Ready Player One and um I want to get the ticket. So I go I check in on the app, as long as you're within hundred yards of the movie theater, you're you're in, you press it. And you're like, okay, you're checked in. You have 30 minutes to buy your ticket. So you go over to the ticket stub thing, and it's like, oh, it's 14:25. Swipe the the uh, the movie pass uh, card, and it takes care of it. It's fine. Now, what's the catch? Um, you can't see um, any movie more than once. Uh, you can't do any 3D or you know. That's all right. 3D put, sucks. Put put poo goggles on your face. No. Um, <laughs> It's it's not anything like that. No 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 IMAX so, or anything like that. Just standard, regular, regular standard st- stand, two standard only standard two D. What I prefer. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in that. Besides Dolby, um, Dolby Cinema is the only way I'll do it. Otherwise, yeah, and it's only nine bucks a month, and you can it's, you see one movie per day. And right now That's is cheaper it, than a Netflix subscription. Right, right now, now is a good time to do it because even though we've already seen Black Panther, well, be, if I get Movie Pass. If I get it's nine dollars a month, yeah. and it's all it's fourteen twenty five a pop at Regal, and I don't feel like spending that much money for that shitty of experience. I can be like, well, I don't feel too bad. I saw like three this month anyway. Whatever. Yeah, and if I if I get it tomorrow, now because it's such a hot month, even though I've already seen Black Panther, I can go see Black Panther again. I can go see Wrinkle in Time. I can go see Pacific Rim, and I can go see. Ready Player One for nine dollars. Four movies that I want to see. As the, long as the you savings, have the time, the savings yeah. are immense. This month, I'm still. I it's the 11th, and I haven't watched a single a uh, single movie in the theater yet. So, I, I I watched Black Panther last month, and and the Post and uh, 15 to 17 to Paris. I'm due for my like my three. <laughs> Now the only I usually like do do three, so it takes advantages of it. But at the same time, you know, and a lot of people will will ask like, "What? This is a horrible business platform, especially for the, some of these theaters that charge like fifteen, seventeen dollars a ticket for a two D movie experience." And I say to them, "Well, it's because the a big advertising agency bought out MoviePass." And then lower the price, and now they're basically collecting info on what you watch. So as long as you don't have a problem with that, it's okay. Yeah, but I do think eventually this market will pop, and you'll either have to pay more, or you might have to get rid of your membership. Eventually, this is going. Well, I I I look I look at it every day. Yeah, and and because it is one big bubble, we're just waiting for the. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like, but but for now. Yeah. Oh yeah, for well, sure. Cause, for because sure. because even a matinee nowadays is almost like eight bucks depending on where you go. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's, you gotta. Yeah, it's really it's really easy. You gotta ride that wave. Ride ride the wave. The only problem. Get on it. Get on it now before they they shut it down or raise the price to like back where we used to be, like fifty bucks a month. Before they're on to us. The, yeah. The only problem I'm going to encounter is I am a I'm a bit of a theater snob, and I know what you're thinking, Zach. You're not snobby about anything. But the thing about nobody believed that. <laughs> I'm a snob no. about everything. What? <laughs> Never. We all thought that simultaneously. But I am a I am a colossal <laughs> I am a colossal movie theater snob, and most of the theaters that I frequent are not subject to movie. That's pass. why I think Q Cinema would be better for you. This is another card. 
Now this one. There's another one. There's another one. Oh, it's a computer Lord. one. Oh, it's gonna be, not not a lot of people heard about this one. You can do advanced tickets. You can do multiple multiple people. You can do advanced showings, 3D, IMAX, whatever. How much is that? It's more expensive a month. It's it's like near like 35 bucks a month. But if you go see it, but and you and you're limited, you're limited to go four times a month. That's fine. That actually works out pretty good. That's, yeah. That's, so I'd research that a little bit, see how you feel about that one. But Movie Pass is the main one for yeah, the everyday. That's the one you want. Schmuck that just wants to see movie without paying uh, ridiculous prices. But but if you're me and you think that Frederick County's only movie theater is an appalling pile of garbage, you have to do Q Cinema. <laughs> Bonus. If you have the regal points or you have the point cards of associated with with that, mm-hmm. and every time you buy a ticket, you scan your you scan your regal card. Ooh, I'm getting that's points. Awesome. I'm getting points galore. One of my friends, Dallas, who who goes sees the movies all the time uh, on his spare time, he's got like something insane, like twenty thousand points that he acquired in about. I don't know, four months. And you can just use those towards and, and And these points, you can use it towards free popcorn, free movie That's ticket, helpful. extra yep. movie ticket, free. Yep. The membership program. Yeah. It's pretty slick. Like I said, ride ride the wave until the wave goes away. Yeah, exactly. I'm right. I'm wee. I think I'll be hopping on. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Now it's time to go into our main discussion. Um, as, as, we, as we know here, uh, just a week ago, it was that time, everybody. It was... Oscar season, the great, the, the greatest in Hollywood all gathered together to talk about the greatest movies of the year. You get some some star-studded appearances, some amazing presenters, uh, uh, an, an amazing and hilarious host. Except this year, because this year it sucked. This year it was terrible. This year I just, I just, I you watched them. Am I alone in this? Here I'm going to start. I'm going to start with what was good. Okay, okay, okay. And this this is a singular thing, but <laughs> it's it's something that bothered me throughout all of Oscardom, all all th- across this this not this 90 years of overly rich people patting themselves in the back, farting into a wine, gla- wine glass and sniffing it. And on this, I think does that describe Hollywood any better? No. Yes. <laughs> it's, just, so, it's just the shareholders or whoever they are. It's like, oh, the, or the bankers just like, oh, look at that. <laughs> look at what I did. Um, and this is like, okay. So you know how when you're in a speech and it goes on for too long. And so, you know, you start rambling on and on and like, oh, I got to go. You know, I gotta go now. Like the the, the, yeah, the where mu- they turn the music, you off. The music starts playing. Um, or sometimes I actually say they're giving me the cue. I gotta. <laughs> so whoever had the shortest speech, uh, and he's timing each speech. Whoever had the shortest time of of speeches oh, got one a jet ski. Jimmy Kimmel gave the shortest speech a jet ski, and I thought that like that is so brilliant. Change the prize every year and just up the ante. Yeah, and it's like, and this is gonna be. Who can do the shortest speech, and who wants to like say forget about it and you know, but it, do but that? It, but it was so funny because um, they said that the the Oscar ratings this year were not only lower than the year before, but they're the lowest they've ever been. And I'm just sitting there going, "You don't say," because these days it's the truth. It's it's like okay, I have a bone to pick 
with the sound editing, and we'll probably get to that. No, we're it's don't worry. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna go too ranty here because then we won't get to the upside of this conversation, which is coming up in a moment. But the short version is this: they cram a bunch of movies into the very end of the year, and they call it Oscar season. And those are the movies that get nominated for things like Best Picture and Best Actress and yada yada yada. And most of us haven't seen a single one of them. Except for like that one movie that you saw during the summer that got nominated for Best Picture and you want it to win, but it's not going to win because it's going to go to something that came like, out in December like, that you've it, never it, seen. It probably got nominated just for variety in like, the category. Like yes. something that was like Oscar worthy, like The Post, that was amazing and and it was just so factual in terms of what went on back in, this, back in the 70s, in the 60s and 70s, and it didn't win. Yeah. They gave it to the... The, the fish fucking. Yeah, that's one of the other complaints. And then you've got movies movies that you enjoy get nominated for like a whole bunch of stuff. Five or six awards just don't win a single one of them. Oh, the amazing movie that I saw like ba Baby Driver with the best sound editing and the best and the best sound mixing I've ever seen in a movie. Uh guess what? It was nominated, but It was nominated for both sound categories. But guess who won? Both. Dunkirk. That's that's my next complaint actually. Movies with a certain director's name attached to them win all the technical awards despite the film and its technical work being lackluster compared to the other nominees. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. He is an overrated director. I'm just going to say it. Very. I'm just going to say it. I don't care that he did Batman. I, Interstellar is overrated. Dunkirk is overrated. Inception is overrated. His best work is from the past. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Memento, Insomnia. Yeah. Those are the good ones. Interstellar. Interstellar is great if you need to take a nap. It's three hours long, and it is boring. It, it is a boring it, it, fucking movie. It's a nod to 2001 Space Odyssey, and it really tells, like, how you wake up, is your butt numb, then it was a good movie? <laughs> that answers that question. On the on the subject of Dunkirk, though, really quick, did you see Zach uh, Lopez's post on Facebook about uh, apparently the secret behind uh, the big, like, the big reason why they why the sound editing yeah, stuff was yeah. so good? Yeah, I didn't care <laughs> because apparently it was centered around a recording of uh, one of like Chris Nolan's watches that he owns, and then they just added some. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! It was a watch that means that he put nothing. up his ass right for twenty years. That like, means that, that was means the big nothing. Secret. <laughs> that means nothing compared to Baby Driver. Brian just saw Baby Driver for the first time yesterday, and he oh he thinks it's one of the best movies he's ever seen. I, I, and I want the soundtrack now. He wants the soundtrack, <laughs> and he wants to buy the movie. Like he wants to go buy all the things. It bell is, bottoms. It's a fucking achievement, <laughs> and it got nothing. Oh, because that's bottoms. that's how the Oscars work. And then what else we got here? Movie sequels based on classic films that held a lot of ground like 30 years ago win some awards just for existing despite the new film not performing all that well at the box office and actually being pretty boring. Blade Runner. <clears throat> just, I, I, I can't Jesus, stand just the Oscars. The whole concept. No, it's just ruined. It's, and then there's, it's just, it's just a bunch of pretentious people in a room and they all they don't like to get to that they actually donated um secretly donate uh, money to the academy so whoever donates the most money whoever pimps is a shoe in for is the, a shoe in for the oscar yep it's pimps and whores yep and 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 well, not just that though don't forget the politics which is the chief reason that i'm upset now i'm not 
I'm not going to take sides. And I'm not going to call anybody out and I'm not going to say anything about racism or feminism or anything that's going to get a bunch of people to hop on the internet and go, Yo, you piece of human garbage. I'm just going to say there's, it needs to stop. We're there to look at achievements in filmmaking. Alright? We don't need the current political issue, whatever that may be, getting shoved down our throats for three and a half hours. We don't. It's annoying, it's distracting. And that's why your viewership is gone now. Yeah, and that's why your viewership is in the toilet. Nobody's seen the movies get nominated, nobody wants to hear insert celebrity name here telling you about insert issue here. I mean, I think, I think we're at a point now where across the board people don't know how to do award shows anymore. Look at music award shows and you, you know, it, it's just like- Oh, God. <laughs> You know who does it does it right and no one watches it is the uh, Kids Choice Awards at Nickelodeon. Actually, you know what? It's funny that you say Kids Choice Awards. Here, kill the sad. Kill kill the sad. <laughs> I was looking for something like a little more up. Go back go back to the to the chopping. Go back no, go back to the Go back to the or not the chopping. Go back to the to the the good one. Yes. Hang on, get that going again. Behind yeah. the curtain podcasting. Yep. Alright, here we go. Ready, ready? I have come up with the Zacks. Name pending change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have created a series of awards for the movies that came out last year and a couple for this year that people actually watch. What? Yes, that's right. There's not going to be people any nominations. Actually watch these? There's not going to be any nominations wow. in my categories for that movie where the kid fucked a peach. No way. No Pete I've fucking got, on his wall, Joe. Yeah, nope. I've got I've got real categories. I've invented categories that should be Oscars. Will there be any fish fucking? A little bit of fish fucking. A little bit of fish fucking. That's a good movie. Shape of the Water is a good movie. I'm not gonna. I'm glad. I'm glad that one best picture compared to some of that other crap. But do you like fish sticks? My <laughs> <laughs> extra tartar, extra tartar sauce. Stop ruining it. The Sorry. The Sorry. This music has turned me so into some of those trailers were a little uncomfortable for me though. But it's all right. Yes. <laughs> I gotta say. But it's but it's all right. Kill I've off. got and I've got loads of categories. We're gonna do a little bit of discussion. Most of these I've already picked, unless they come up with an argument that might change my mind, which they might. There was actually, despite our complaints, there was a lot of great movies last year. 2017 was a phenomenal year for cinema, in my opinion. I think we got a lot of good stuff. Whether you loved movies or hated them, we did genuinely get some great movies last year. It was a busy year. A lot of cool shit happened. And, you know, don't let the Oscars gum that up with their boredom and their politics and their stupidity. And I'm going to do something kind of weird. I'm going to go right out of the gate with Best Picture. <laughs> okay. Flip it on the head. Go just, so that way, if you guys only care about what I think about that, you can switch off after this. Um, please I, don't. Uh, we, we're not going to start it at, like, 1 o'clock and then end it at, like, 6 p.m. when we finally announce Best Picture. I mean, this will still be a little long because I've got, like, that's the I've other got, thing like, about the Oscars. Categories. That's the other thing about the Oscars. They're way too long. I can't say anything on this. Too long. This this recording might be too long. <laughs> we'll see. It's 38 minutes so far. We're oh, fine. then we're okay. We're killing it. Oh yeah, we're yeah. kicking ass now. All right. So here are the nominees for the Zach for Best Picture: Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi, Get Out, Baby Driver, Dunkirk, and Logan. And in my opinion, this cannot be debated whatsoever. The Zach goes to. The movie that should have won Best Picture this year, Get Out. Get Out is the best movie that came out last year. Peel did an incredible job directing. That script was amazing. The production, everything about that, is an, it's an incredible movie. Brian's very mad that I didn't pick Baby Driver. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I would have picked it. 
I said I came in with recency bias, but I can't. I mean, I I, I did not see uh, Get Out. So Me neither. I, I you, can't. Both of you need to watch that as soon as possible. That movie was incredible. It was an incredible movie. It did not get the recognition that it deserved at the Oscars. They just gave, I, I believe he just got uh, screenplay and then they just motioned him away. Yeah. So they could do best picture and stuff. They always give the other nominees like a little nod award because they're it basically it's just saying you're not going to get best picture. That's yeah. how the Oscars work. It's like oh I got one for screenplay. Guess I'm going home now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm just calling it right now. The best movie that came out last year was Get Out. My favorite movie that came out last year was Baby Driver. But you have to acknowledge when a movie is great. Get Out is a great movie, and it will it will be a defining movie. People will still be talking about that movie 25 years from now. It deserved to win Best Picture. So in my, it gets the Zach for Best Picture. That That is Best Picture. And that's the end of that, for sure. <laughs> now come some of the fun ones. Wait, but... The, no, now, now it gets fun. Now, now there's, here's, another, here's one we can discuss, because I haven't, I haven't made a final decision here. The Zach for Best Action Film 2017. And the nominees are John Wick 2, Baby Driver, The Foreigner, Dunkirk, and The Fate of the Furious, which is only on there because I couldn't find another action category. So it's not Fate of the Furious. <laughs> I vote Baby Driver. I vote Baby Driver. Motion carried. <laughs> <laughs> All approved. All and, right. the, and the winner is... This is Zach for Best Action Film of 2017 is Baby Driver. Which, if you haven't seen that movie, we've already talked about it on the podcast a couple times. It is the, one of the greatest movies. Like, Brian, just share your thoughts on it since you just saw it for the first time yesterday. It's fresh. Yeah, I mean... The, yeah, the, fact, the, the editing was outstanding, obviously, as we got into it a little bit. But yeah, just how everything is just, every moment is cut to music and tied right into just, it, it's amazing. I Seamless. almost felt like, yeah. Seamlessly cut. No, it really music. was. I don't know. I just feel like, because I'm always, I, I, everything I do, I have to have music. So I just completely like related to the fact that everywhere he went, he had his headphones in and everything was just like, the world just revolved around his music. And it mm -hmm. was just, it was and then, and then when, when any, whenever, whenever there was a moment encounter where he didn't have his music, how it, it really brought you into the severity of the situation. Yeah, yeah. It, it is just phenomenal. I really liked the set design as well because everything reflected what the character was. So in terms of like Baby, he has a bunch of sunglasses. He has a bunch of iPods. Yep. He has a bunch of like earbuds. Things you find in cars. Yep. Yes. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. And it's like genius design, yeah. And the antagonist wearing red, always. Yep. King, king of, king of like, king of hearts. Oh God, yes. yeah. Yeah, it's it, it. Everything, everyone's got like a, yeah, know, it's got a color. Even baby had like white. Yep. Right. He was and, he was pure, you know. And you can't beat. You cannot beat the fact that all of the stuff was practical effects. There was barely any CG in that movie. Oh my gosh, it was great. Yeah. And that's, I live for that. I live yeah, for some, that. Some of those parking garage scenes when they were just. That, oh, that one where the goodness. car like pulls up to the camera and the cameraman goes through the car and it's not edited at all. That's a completely practical shot that was done like that. God. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, another thing I thought was cool about it was it almost, the way it starts out, you almost think, oh, this could be a really cool just short film if they wanted it to be. And then the way, the way they built it out into a full, compelling story, you know, the yeah. more they dug into it is. It's just, it shows Edgar Wright's talent as a director. He is, we're all, we're all complaining about Christopher Nolan being overrated. Edgar Wright is severely underrated. Severely underrated. If you've never seen Baby Driver or like Scott Pilgrim, like you've got to see some of his I work. He did Scott Pilgrim. He did Scott Pilgrim. That's the man that did Scott Pilgrim that did Makes Baby sense. Driver. Yeah. It does. You've you've got to see more of his stuff. So yeah, by far best action film of 2017, Baby Driver. Best science fiction film of 2017, and the nominees are Blade Runner 2049, 
Oh, did I do that? <laughs> Excuse you. Uh, life. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Thor Ragnarok. And Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. And I mean, my first instinct is to give it to Star Wars, but if I'm wrong, I'm going to defer to you guys. Um, what was the one right before Star Wars? Uh, Thor Ragnarok. You should I, you should know there is a best comic book film category though. Okay, then it's Star Wars. Okay. I'm sorry. Which category was this? I call best sci-fi film. <laughs> but there's best a there's a best, best comic book movie li later. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I only saw Thor and Star Wars on the list, so I don't know. Same. Well, here's here's what you need to know. Blade Runner is boring. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets completely fell on its face. Life was pretty good. Life was pretty good. But I want to give it to Star Wars. I think Star, Star Wars, Wars was actually excellent. It made nerds froth at the mouth. It was great. Well, it also made nerds... It divided the it, fan it, base. It, a lot it, of bad stuff happened. In the, in the nerd it hasn't been this divided since Empire. Yeah, I just don't understand the hatred for the that this movie got. It's a good movie. It if is the a, internet it was, was around during Empire. Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah, That's Darth Vader's Luke's father it doesn't make sense. You know? Oh, I know. It's just a bunch of fucking whiners. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff. There's stuff in the movie that needs improvement, but compared to the other nominees in the sci-fi category, it's the best one. Yeah. It is the best one. So yes, the Zach first best sci-fi film goes to Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Best comic book film. I'm pretty sure I've got this one pegged, but you guys may decide you like something else better. Here are the nominees for Best Comic Book Film. Thor Ragnarok. Wonder Woman. Logan. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh my god. I know, it's a toughie. Uh, that's a gut punch. Logan. I, Logan. I, Logan. Logan. That's what I picked too. Yeah. Well, go you ahead. Know, you know, I... It's the most Oscar-ish movie of the year. I didn't even know it was in this category. It felt like forever ago when I saw it. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, don't feel bad not picking stuff. I feel yeah. like almost everything will walk out of here with a zap. I'm yeah. surprised the Academy didn't even mention it, like, because it was, it was a brilliant movie. It, no, they did. It got nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Oh. It lost to the Peach fucking movie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was, I actually, I, I mean, I loved Logan, obviously. I think we all, we all did. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I, I don't think of it as much as a comic book movie, though, when I watch it. It just, you know, it... I yep, mean, it yeah, but like, it is, though. I know it is. But, <laughs> but technically, yes. But it, it, I don't know. I, I just, I think, I think this one I'm going to give it to Guardians 2. And not just to be contrarian, but I just think. I know. Guardians yeah. 2 is a good movie. Yeah. I mean, Guardians 2 is a good movie. That was my second favorite. Of it is the second movie. favorite. But he, you mentioned Logan on the list. And I was like, well, that's Logan, all on its own. Logan killed me. That was an incredible movie. It's amazing. still remember sitting there at the end when, when they revealed the, the grave and like... Oh, I cried. I cried. I have no shame. I cried. Yeah. I had it. I had it until she turned the cross into an X and then I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> she walks up and goes like that. And I was just like. <laughs> All right. So in a simple system on a vote of two to one, the, the Zach for best comic book film goes to Logan. With a, with a, with an honorable mention to Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 2. Footnote. <laughs> that work for you? Sure. At least it's fair. I, I, like I said. Everybody loves Logan. No one's going to argue the, the winner. And then I have, I have the best animated film of 2017, and the nominees are the Lego Batman movie, which didn't get nominated for an Oscar, if you can believe that. What? Lego Batman did not get nominated for anything, including best animation. But Boss Baby did. Don't worry. Boss Baby got its Oscar nomination. Thanks, Alec. I'm not salty. <laughs> I love Alec. Yeah, that's exactly why he got the nomination. So best animated film, the Lego Batman movie, Cars 3, Coco, 
Despicable Me 3 and Godzilla Planet of the Monsters from Netflix, which was actually pretty fucking cool. But I think we all know what's going to win this one. I, I know where I'm going. I know where you're going with it. You're going with Coco. I'm going with Coco. I haven't seen it. Coco is just one of Pixar's best movies ever. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen you it. You haven't seen it either? No. Oh, goddamn. Zach's <laughs> got some work to do. Oh, you guys really do. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely wonderful. I liked I've, Cars 3. No, Cars 3 is good. Cars 3 is good. It's Man. surprisingly good compared to uh, for a sequel. Oh, for, no, it... it, it 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 didn't even mention two. It felt like it was the direct sequel. Of course, to you don't one. want to mention two. Two was trash. Well, yeah, it was like it was like Ocean's Eleven to Ocean's Thirteen. Almost all Pixar sequels are bad. No offense, but they yeah. are. But it's one. this one. And when you guys see the movie, you will understand this one has to go to Coco. Coco. It, it won the Oscar for best animated feature, and it won the Oscar for best original song. It's it's an incredible movie. It is a wild ride. The visuals are amazing. It's very emotionally charged. It's cultural. It is. It is a phenomenal. It is a phenomenal movie. It's a Pixar masterpiece. Not since the days of like Wall-E and Up have we gotten a movie this good. Wow! I, See, I promise you. Yeah. I promise you, it is worth your time. I, it is absolutely fucking amazing. It looks so weird, though. No, you'll love it. Okay. You'll love it. I, I swear. I, I, I'm giving it the Zach Patterson recommendation stamp. Oh wow! It's it's one of the best movies I saw last year. Okay. All right. Let's see. Now, here's the one that should be an Oscar, but it isn't. And this one will be fun to talk about. Okay. The Zach for Best Motion Capture Performance. And the nominations are Andy Serkis as Caesar in War for the Planet of the Apes. Taikia Watiti as Korg in Thor Ragnarok. If, in case you guys didn't know, the director does play the giant rock man in Thor Ragnarok. James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, did the motion capture for Baby Groot. Sean Gunn, his brother, did the motion capture for Rocket Raccoon. Both of them are nominated. And finally, we have Dan Stevens as the Beast in Beauty and the Beast, the, the new one. So you guys have to take a second to think about that, what you think there. We got, we got mm. Caesar in Planet of the Apes. We got the big rock dude, Korg, from Thor Ragnarok. Baby Groot, Rocket Raccoon, and Beast. Think about the movies. I know you've seen almost all of them. I have seen all of them. I'm going with uh, Groot. I'm going to go with Andy Serkis, and I'm biased because he's never gotten an Oscar for anything, and he's done so many good motion capture performances. And even if you don't like Planet of the Apes, he, he acts his fucking head off in that movie. Well, he works really, really hard. I think he deserves for – I haven't seen I haven't seen it. That's why I'm like, – I've seen it. It's okay. good. It's, it's not bad. Okay. I, I'm kind of biased. I, I'm, Planet of the Apes is kind of eh with me, but you can't ignore his talent. You, cannot, you can't ignore Andy Serkis. Yeah. So I want to give it – you said Baby Groot? Yeah. I'm going with, I'm going with Andy Serkis. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I have to, I'm with Sean, I, I think it's part of it's characterized, I love baby Groot, <laughs> Groot, so it's, you know, I, I think I would have to take that one. That's, I mean, I can't argue, it's, yeah. it's, we've created a completely unbiased system here. So on a vote of two to one, best motion capture performance goes to James Gunn for baby Groot. I feel like we should have fake applause or something in these gaps, but I didn't think that through. <laughs> Alright, next up, best original score. Hans Zimmer, Dunkirk, John Williams, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi, Alexandre or Alexander Desplat, The Shape of Water, Michael Giacchino, Coco, and Rupert Gregson Williams for Wonder Woman. This is best original score. Best original score. I'm going Coco again. Unfortunately, they haven't seen the movie, so it probably won't win. But 
My vote goes to Coco. That music was amazing. I, I think I only Although, saw Wonder Woman on that list, so. <laughs> I can also, you've seen Star Wars? Oh, you said Star Wars? I missed that. Okay. Pay attention! <laughs> I go with Star Wars. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, we'll go Star Wars. Yeah. John Williams, sure. because everything John Williams does is perfection. I don't care what anybody says. Which, by the way, the, I forgot to mention earlier, the intro music for this episode was John Williams performing uh, the suite from uh, The Terminal. Yeah. Everything he does is perfection. Best actor. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Michael Rooker as Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. John Hamm as Buddy in Baby Driver. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who Brian's going to pick. There's a list. Hugh Jackman as Logan in Logan. Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise the Clown in It, and James Franco as Tommy in The Disaster Artist. All of these people did a phenomenal job this year. Whether you like the movie or not, you know, I get it. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is a goofy, crazy, zany comic book movie, but you have to see Michael Rooker's performance as Yondu. It is fucking great. Hugh Jackman you for want, Logan. You want to give it to Logan? Logan. I... <clears throat> Mm. That's a tough one, man. I think I'm going to go with John Hamm for Buddy. How are you? <laughs> he is... God, you got excited there. Yeah. He is... God, he is fucking incredible when he snaps. Yeah. Like when his girl goes down, like when she dies. Yeah. And he snaps. That is an incredible performance. Like his him, him shooting at the cops, his meltdown at the diner. Oh, he, that guy. Oh, wow. That's Yeah, Buddy. The guy that goes after Baby in Baby Driver. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's I. That can't be ignored. And when he shows up in the police car, when he's just completely snapped, and he's like, here's your killer track, and he starts trying to kill him in the police car. Oh, that's, that, I'm going to go with John Hamm for Buddy. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, definitely uh, John Hamm. And for me, it wasn't, for, I, I looked at him almost his body of work, because I, I, th- I always think of him as Don Draper from Mad Men. So just seeing his range and how he just was such a drastically different character in this. and yeah, I concede just, to that. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think he's got to take this All right. one. We got seven minutes to an hour. No, we're doing, that means we're doing pretty good. Yeah. We, might, we might run a little over. We still got three or four left, but it's, okay. it's good stuff. All right, so so the winner of the of best actor is John Hamm as Buddy in Baby Driver. Congratulations, John, who's not here. John couldn't be with us tonight because we're in Frederick and he doesn't know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> Your trophy's in the mail. <laughs> Maybe. It's a box of BB. I don't. I don't care. I fucking love John Hamm. He's absolutely amazing. It's just, the, it, he doesn't know who we are. It'll be a miracle if he ever hears this. Oh my but God, gosh, he's phenomenal! Can I isolate that? I'm yes. gonna. I want to isolate that. If you want, do it. Yeah. He couldn't be here because he doesn't know who we are. We're in Frederick. He's in California. He doesn't know who we are. <laughs> All right, best actress. This one's gonna be a toughie. So pay attention on this list. We got a lot of. We got a lot to choose from here. All right, so first nominee needs no introduction. Gal Gadot as Diana, Wonder Woman. Catherine Watterson as Daniels in Alien Covenant. Robin Wright as Antiope in Wonder Woman. Uh, Sally Hawkins as Eliza in The Shape of Water. Kate Blanchett as Hela in Thor Ragnarok. And Daphne Keene as X-23 in Logan. Kate Blanchett Mm. as Hela. She is completely opposite than she is the anti Galadriel. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. You, you you thought she was hot, didn't you? I did. But <laughs> if, if, we're, if we're going by hotness, it's going to be Gal Gadot, obviously. 
But if we're going by acting, I can tell by how he said it. It was like she was like the evil Galadriel. <laughs> I just loved her. She was great. She's my favorite. Her and Gal Gadot are my. Now friend. I'm gonna. Now listen. I think I think Gal G- Gal Gadot is the perfect Wonder Woman because she's a badass. And she fucking crushed that role. She also uh, trained in the Israeli army. Oh, I know. A lot of people don't know that. She's she's a freaking monster. She's awesome. She's awesome. But I, I she's so pretty. And she did a great job acting in Wonder Woman. But I feel like like Robin Wright has just become an incredible actress. And her role in Wonder Woman, although short, was absolutely badass. Who? who but who was she? Who was she? An- Antiope, uh, the queen's sister, her aunt that trained her in combat. Oh, she was cool. Yeah, she was awesome. But I'm going to give it to Daphne Keene as X-23 and Logan. That's my vote. All right, so we got Hella, X-23. You, you took it again. No, da- yeah, Daphne Keene. Like, Going with X-23? Oh, my God. God, yeah. she was amazing yeah. when she was, like, screaming and killing people. And- oh, oh, her. Okay. Yeah, Daphne Keene. I'll concede X- to that. That's X- good. Yeah, X-23, the, the little girl. Little girl that was cutting people's necks open. I just don't know what things are called. Carrying out a severed head and you didn't you, didn't, you didn't have yeah. picture like like a stack of pictures with photos and just showing who who they are because I'm hor- I'm horrible with names. <laughs> I said X twenty three and Logan. Yeah, that's. I think I did. Well, that. Once I heard that one, it was like, yeah, that's the way. All right, so so young Daphne Keene it wins X twenty three for best actress. That's awesome. Okay. Best voice acting performance. Will Arnett as Batman. This should also be an Oscar, but it isn't. Will Arnett as Batman in the Lego Batman movie. Jackie Chan as Master Wu in the Lego Ninjago movie. Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Ralph Fiennes as Alfred in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> Gail Garcia Bernal as Hector in Coco. And Benjamin Bratt as Ernesto de la Cruz in Coco. It's a tough, mm. tough layout on this one, guys. This is tough. <laughs> My first pick is Benjamin Bratt, Ernesto de la Cruz in Coco. It's an amazing, an amazing role. I can't really tell you anything about it. I don't want to spoil the movie at all. But it's it's the it's the I haven't seen most of this list. It's um you've seen Lego Batman? No. You've never seen Lego Batman? We don't have it on DVD. All right, Brian, we're gonna have to I was gonna say this is this is what situation where I actually saw it. Uh I, I think well you made it tough having two Lego Batmans in there, but I think See, I picked De La Cruz. He's the musical idol that the kid idolizes. Have you seen the trailer? Where he's going to get the... He tries to steal the guitar from the grave. Yeah. Yeah, that's he's, that's the musical legend in the movie that everybody praises and thinks is wonderful. Okay. He's, a, he's an amazing actor. I'll go with the majority on this one. He, basically, he has to go see Coco, like, this evening. He has to rent it or download it or whatever he has to... You have to watch Coco. You have to watch Coco. Okay. Brian. I, I, I'm giving it to, to Will Arnett for Batman. Will Arnett for Batman, yep. the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, it's just it's too it's too fun, it's too entertaining. I just I just get a kick out of it every time. It's got to be him. And Sean will give it to Bradley Cooper for Rocket Raccoon because it's the only movie you've seen on the list. <laughs> That's good. So I'm gonna. It's a three way tie. I'm gonna have to do my overrule power, and I'm gonna give it to Ernesto De La Cruz by Benjamin Bratt for Coco. Because he's. I'm sorry, you got to see the movie. I didn't even know Benjamin Bratt could sing like that. It's unbelievable. Hmm. It's phenomenal. You have to see it. All right, here we go, guys. <laughs> I don't even know why I read off the nominees. Best sound editing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the nominees are Dunkirk, Blade Runner, Baby Driver, and Star Wars Episode Eight. Baby Driver. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Brian. Baby Driver. I was gonna go with things. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going with Baby Driver. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go with Dunkirk. <laughs> the winner for best sound editing is Baby Driver. I don't need to see anything else on that list to know that that's the winner. That's it has to be. Best sound mixing. 
Dunkirk, Star Wars Episode Eight, Thor Ragnarok, and Baby Driver. Baby Driver. <laughs> what, what are you trying to get out of here early? Baby Driver. <laughs> baby, baby Driver. <laughs> Congratulations, Baby what? Driver! Baby Driver won Best Sound Editing and Best Sound Mixing, the two categories that it should have won at the Oscars. Next, <laughs> Best Screenplay: War for the Planet of the Apes, Get Out, Coco, Logan, and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Logan. I'm gonna go with Logan. Logan. That's the only one I saw. All right, Logan. <laughs> Logan gets Best Screenplay. There we go. That was actually really easy. We, I gave Get Out Best Picture. That was fair. They got, they got the best of the best of the best. So the opposite, polar opposite. Yes. This one's fun. Uh, even though we haven't seen everything in this, we can still talk about it because it's, it's good stuff. I have the, uh, this, the, the last few awards here are actually really fun, and we get to talk about them a little bit. Mm -hmm. The biggest surprise of 2017 award. The first nominee is Jumanji, a sequel that nobody wanted that actually turned out to be fucking awesome. It's, it, it made a shitload of money. It got great reviews. I have seen it. I know they haven't because we were avoiding it like the plague, but when I realized it was getting such good reviews, I decided to check it out. It's actually really good. It's funny. It feels like an actual decent sequel to the original. It does. I actually really liked it. I liked it a lot. It was and it was fucking hilarious. I, I, I always worry about movies that have those really bloated, like overloaded all-star casts. I always think like, oh man, it's like well, let me let me go. tell you the I'll just tell you the simple beginning, which is why this is good. It it kicks off right where Jumanji ended. It's on the beach. The board game's in the sand, and this jogger just runs by and finds it and picks it up and takes it home and shows it to his kid, and his kid's just playing PlayStation, doesn't even fucking care. Yeah. So the game just sits there, and in the middle of the night the game like glows and goes berserk and it's, it still looks the same when it's done shaking and crap and changing. Mm -hmm. It still looks like the board game. So the kid gets up because he hears all this noise and he opens it up and the board game's gone and it has turned into a cartridge and then he puts it in and then he gets sucked into it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. And that's how it becomes a video game. But it plays off of video game tropes like The Rock and them. They have lives. They have these little etch marks on their arms. And every time they die, they lose a life and they don't want to get game that's over. Interesting. Yeah. They, ha they, have their, they have their like inventory that they can pull up by like tapping their heart. And then this thing comes up that says like their inventory, their strengths, their weaknesses. It's really good. It's, it's honestly, it's worth your time. It's great. Second nominee for biggest surprise, The Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, it's the third in the Cloverfield series. And it was a movie that dropped... Two hours after the trailer came out, which was, you want to talk a surprise, like, we hadn't heard anything about this movie, and then during the Super Bowl, there was a preview for it, and at the end of the Super Bowl, the Netflix logo popped up, and then after the Netflix logo popped up, it said, after the game. Yeah, well, and we all were like, huh? What a world now, right? I mean, I, I still haven't watched it, but when I saw that, it was, yeah, yeah, Netflix, right after the Super Bowl, I was like, okay. That's incredible. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that in my life. That was, and that was the, what they were going to do to the Punisher. The Punisher was going to drop during the panel at Comic-Con, but couldn't because it yeah. was during that, that unfortunate Vegas shooting. Incident. But it's, it's actually cool to see them demonstrate that ability and how that turned out. That was fucking amazing. Third nominee is Baby Driver. Edgar Wright comes out of nowhere with an epically edited action movie. Really don't need much further conversation than that. We've already masticated that movie. Baby, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. <laughs> and then finally, Thor Ragnarok. Which Marvel took one of their most struggling franchises and turned it on its head and made it fucking awesome. So this in terms of surprise, yes, Thor Ragnarok. I gotta go Jumanji. I haven't seen Jumanji, so I think Brian's gonna pick Baby Driver, but I'm not sure. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, no, because no, Sean didn't make a good point about Thor, though. It because was a surprising movie. It was surprising. Yeah. I was like, I didn't. That, you know is, what? You know, we're gonna give it to Thor. All right, the winner for biggest surprise of 2017 is Thor Ragnarok. 
All right, uh, Sean, pretend you haven't seen Black Panther. The most anticipated for 2018. <laughs> this is the most anticipated movie of the year this year, Sorry 2018. Again, and the nominees are Black Panther, Ready Player One, Avengers Infinity War, Mission Impossible Fallout, The Incredibles 2, and Disney's Christopher Robin. Now, this is most anticipated by us. everyone us. or just us in general? Us. This is us having fun. Ready Player One. Brian. <laughs> like we didn't I, know he was going to pick that. <laughs> Do, you put it on the list what you think I was going to pick. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I mean, that's that's the one because, I mean, we, we pretty much know what, you know. What, it could be anything. Yeah, Brian and I have seen Black Panther, so we're obviously not going to pick that. But it was it's a fucking amazing movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Avengers is kind of, I mean, we, we know what's coming there. But, yeah, Ready Player One to me looks like that could be some shit. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Now I've already I've already been outvoted, but I'm still going to show you guys my pick. I'm um, discuss my pick real quick anyway. I was going to pick Mission Impossible Fallout because if you have seen the trailer for that, oh my god! First off, all of those effects are practical, just like Baby Driver. There's no CG in that. That helicopter chase is completely fucking real. All the car stunts are real. That's just it looks amazing. I, I, fucking, helicopters. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, helicopter chase. Going. What else do you need? They were diving all over the place. That is going to be an incredible action movie. Tom Cruise is doing a great job. Henry Cavill. Finally taking off Superman's cape and doing something that people will want to see that's not shit. Um, sorry, the DC movie. The mustache will be worth it. The mustache will be worth it, ladies and gentlemen. But the winner is... Uh, I forgot already. Ready Player One. Yay! <laughs> Which we are all dying to see. That looks incredible. And Steven Spielberg is one of the best directors of all time. Yeah. Yes. Stop teasing me with the trailers. All right. Now this one. This one is just for Sean. Because we, we all know that shows like the Oscars have those like Lifetime Achievement Awards and all that stuff. So I've got a pair of awards here all right. that should be really fun. First one is Sean's. The second one is mine. So that'll just – I'm sure you know with mine. Everybody's just going to be laughing. But uh, all right. I have created the Sean L. Holmes Please Don't Suck Award 2018. <laughs> <laughs> These are – these are movies that on paper or in the trailer and stuff may look good, but based on their resume will probably suck. But the difference between Sean and I is in the movie world, Sean is an optimist. So he can, he'll can he see stuff, and whether it's good or bad, he'll be like, hey, this could still be good. This could still save it. Whereas me, when I saw the trailer for like Jurassic World 2, I went, well, this is going to suck ass, and I'm not going to see it. <laughs> That's why this, this award will not be presented by me. So, Sean, are you ready for your nominees? Yeah. For the Please Don't Suck Award 2018. Okay. The nominees are Pacific Rim 2. Venom, Solo, A Star Wars Story, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and Rampage. The I know, it's a tough one. I honestly think that, I mean, the, if the one I don't want to suck the least, the, the most, essentially. Yeah. Like, you want it to be good. You're willing it to be good. Like, please be good. It's, Venom. it's the one. Venom. You, Venom? Please don't nice. suck. Please, nice. Please don't suck. I thought you were going to pick Han Solo. No, no. no I, I, mean, I, I, I mean, that one. That one's just Star Wars making money between movies. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, like that job you get part-time like even in the holidays. That's that's Star Wars. Yeah, the summer in job at McDonald's. Yeah. That, that is essentially the Solo movie. Um. <laughs> Sean has picked Venom, which is the Venom. one that I would have picked. I mean, Venom. Like I say you guys are on the same page because I know you're worried about Venom. Because, I am very worried I'm about worried, Venom. I'm worried about it as long. I mean, how bad could they do compared to three? It, nothing can be worse than three. Even this movie. 
but that that he, they have nowhere to go but up. So there's there's something optimistic. Yes, there. <laughs> there is. Like but you said, Spider-Man, as but far think, as we know, can't be in it. And it's Sony doing it without Spider-Man. That's I, <laughs> the cat. They got the casting right. They did. Tom but, Hardy but will be great. Just because the casting right, there's a lot of other things that could fall. But I don't want that to suck the most. Okay. The Sean L. Holmes Please Don't Suck Award 2018 goes to Venom. And I think that that is an extremely deserved award. I think that's excellent. And finally, the Zachary R. Patterson Absolute Worst Award. The, right. most, the most coveted. <laughs> oh, not at all. The other ones are more coveted because we all got to do them together. It's but like a Razzie. <laughs> I, I knew I knew Sean was gonna like this one. So this one, this one's sort of a carryover award. So even though we've never discussed it, there already is a current holder for this award, and that is Independence Day Resurgence from the year before, from 2016. So basically, we're gonna go over these movies, and I'm gonna decide if any of these are worse than that, or if Independence Day gets to keep the absolute worst award. And the nominees from 2017 are. The Emoji Movie. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I knew Sean was going to love this. All right. The nominees I'm a piece are. Of poo. Let's try that again. The nominees are The Emoji Movie, Alien Covenant, The Mummy, Transformers The Last Night, Justice League, and Power Rangers. I know what you're going to pick. Well, I did. I, uh... No, the question is can any of them be worse than Independence Day? The worst movie I saw last year was Power Rangers. Power Rangers was trash. Power Rangers was garbage. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it, they, people should go to jail for making that movie. There's nothing happens until the last 15 minutes. Nothing. You don't even get a Megazord transformation. That's the best part of the show. Am I wrong? It's yeah. It's it's the reason we all played with the toys growing yes! up. Yes. Am I wrong? What and happened? the Megazord's only in it for two minutes. This is almost a two-hour movie. What happened to Goldberg? Goldar. Goldar. I was say Goldberg. 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 It's <laughs> just <laughs> like, a giant gold statue that farts from from D two. This award is Goldberg. Bit. By the way, the, the Zachary R. Patterson Absolute Worst Award is brought to you by Krispy Kreme. Yeah. <laughs> What was with that? Like Jesus. product placement, you know, is when product placement goes way too far. You mean you don't remember into, the into the plot? What I mean, like, what were they thinking? I think well, that's what I meant to say. Sean has clearly forgotten the Power Rangers episode where Rita goes after Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was an episode? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I will conquer Spinkles. You know, like now, listen. Send my button. <laughs> like Emoji Movie. Emoji Movie is crap. But we knew it was going to be crap. Alien Covenant, <laughs> Alien Covenant was crap because, and we knew it was going to be crap. The Mummy, we knew we were going to be crap. Transformers, we knew it was going to yeah. be crap. Justice League, we knew it was going to be crap. Unless you're like super hardcore DC, this is going to be so fun. Oh my god! Brian Massey, don't call out. I'm not calling out Brian Massey. There's plenty of DC fans that are much worse than him. Yeah, that's true. What? <laughs> he at least he at least acknowledges like at some yeah. at some point. And you can like it. It's okay to like Justice League, but you have to admit that it's a bad movie. Yeah. Don't defend it. Just it's like me saying I like Too Fast, Too Furious. That's a shitty movie that I enjoy watching. How hard is that to say? Just say I like Justice League. It's a piece of crap, though. I don't like Justice League, though. It is a piece of shit. Um, but Power Rangers was the one that you were like, hey, maybe they can pull this off. And they just, God, it's oh trash. My they rip off chronic. They rip off Chronicle. 
the first 90 minutes is just teenage exposition bullshit buddy movie nonsense. It's 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 da- uh, Dawson's Creek with Zords. It is. It's crap. Now, mind you, the Zords are only in the movie for about seven minutes. I don't want to wait. It's like it's basically Dawson's Creek. That's a good '90s fusion of. uh, I like it. I don't want to wait for the action sequences. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk right now. (laughs) Okay, so obviously, obviously the front runner, the front runner, the winner, the winner for the winner for going toe to toe here. Power Rangers is the winner, but is it worse than Independence Day Two? Can it get the award from Independence Day Two, or does Independence Day Two keep it? Because I, Independence Day I'm on 2... The, I, I only saw Power Rangers. Yeah, here's the thing. Power Rangers is the is the worst thing I saw last year. Independence Day 2 is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm trying to figure out if Power Rangers is that bad. But you haven't seen The Room. Yeah, I refuse. I'm taking that to the grave. I'm not, I'm not falling into that internet fame trap. Not on my show. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's over there. You're tearing me apart, Zachary. <laughs> You telling me about Zach? Hey, I nominated. I nominated That's James. Cool, huh? I, I, I nominated Franco. He just didn't win. Disaster Artist got some nominees. It was I'm an honor to be nominated, huh? I'm not a monster. <laughs> but is Power Rangers? Even though I loathe and despise Power Rangers, and I think it's the most atrocious movie I've seen in a very long time, I think Independence Day Two is worse. So I think Independence Day 2 will keep the absolute worst award for 2018 or for 2017. Okay. So it, it wins two years in a row. Hopefully, nothing will come out this year that's bad enough to, to dethrone it. Wow. But I should go on record and say that the worst movie of 2017 was Power Rangers, even though it didn't win the absolute worst it was, award. It's pretty damaging to the childhood. Yeah. yeah I, it's, you saw it, right? Yeah. That movie sucks. <laughs> That movie Not sucks. <laughs> you, same thing. You want to tell me you like it? That's great. But don't try and tell me it's good because I will shut you down. I mean, I like donuts too, but that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so what do you think, Sean? Did I do okay with my awards? I today? think you did great with your awards. In uh, two seconds, I just wanted to mention this this one movie you told me to, to, to see because you just got the box set of uh, the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, oh, no. You told oh, no. me. Oh, no. I, oh, watched, no. I watched one. Oh, no. One's excellent. Excuse me. I, I got it. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I watched one. One was excellent. I warned him. I Two warned him. is the best comedy I have ever seen by far. I was rolling on the floor laughing. If you were there, you've been like, is, is Sean shot or something? Because he, he's rolling on the floor. <laughs> I told you. I couldn't <laughs> breathe in the air to get the more laughter out. Like, it was so freaking hilarious because these <laughs> it is it is a bad movie especially the one part with the bikes where where he's like you know and then they both zoom towards each other and, and then they jump ju- jump and, and then they just go they just hug and then there's an explosion <laughs> and the bikes just go oh my god yeah that that's another one that's when you when you saw it when you were younger you thought i mean i thought it was pretty cool but then when i rewatched it not You're that like, long ago it sucks like, oh. now the best part of that movie is when he creates some brake smoke with his motorcycle and it turns into an entire cloud so the guy behind him can't see the each truck. actor <laughs> each actor in that movie deserves of of a block or maybe a plate of cheese as a palate <laughs> cleanser because they're busy chewing on the scenery the entire fucking time. Because it's just it's just them going, just staring, and then, then there's like slow mo where where just Tom Cruise like goes through the fire and he's just like, 
<laughs> he has this weird face. Something was going on with him back in that movie too. Did you notice oh all? Did God. you notice all his like injury stuff was like super high pitched? Like he got hit with something and he went ah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like so. You, 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 you gotta add some bass. Like I get, I get, I get, I get really high pitched when I'm arguing and stuff. But if I was in, if I was in like a fight and I got hit, I'd be like ah. <laughs> I wouldn't be going ah. Ouchies. Also, got to talk about the camera work in that movie. Did you love the camera work? Whenever an object fell and the camera went, Shoo. oh my god, <laughs> the best! You got to watch it again. And when that happens, just say whatever the camera's fixated on, like that fight where the gun falls in the sand. Bethany and I were sitting there watching it. By the end of it, it was like, Shoo. and we just went, gun. <laughs> <laughs> or or the, the, the the sand. There, he's looking, and you hear the you hear that and then you hear that you see like this the sand move and, and the, the guns, guns sitting there. there oh john woo oh <laughs> so great but for the record mission impossible 2 was almost my absolute worst award holder but i decided that independence day 2 was worse oh this all right i can't wait till brian sees independence day 2 i mean brian and sean you both got to see independence day 2 it is it is do we though yes you do <laughs> Because we got to know what what uh, what is the lowest yeah. point. Well, Sean Sean is going to live stream himself watching it when he watches it because I think oh, no. I think the comedy will kill him. The unintentional comedy in that movie will actually cause him to go into like cardiac arrest. Oh my god, it's pretty bad. But there you have it. That was the Zacks. I hope you guys liked them. I think it was completely fair. I don't think I was ever biased anything like that. No. No, you weren't. No, you were big and nominated some movies I didn't think you would. So no, I, as I told yeah. you it was fair. The Oscars are just terrible, and I said I could do it better, and I think I did it better. So there you have it. Uh, coming up on the next episode, um, we will get caught up on some of the reviews of movies that we've seen that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about, especially like The Last Jedi and Black Panther. Um, other than that, we have AwesomeCon coming up, so you definitely want to check that out. All of CastWave's coverage uh, for that one. But uh, until then... Uh, Feel free to check out castwavestudios.com. Check out the blog. I'm pretty much the only person blogging right now. <laughs> check out the blog because Zach writes. Zach things. writes the blog. <laughs> just like just like follow us on Twitter because Colin writes the Twitter. So it's the same <laughs> same <laughs> thing. We'll just give you something. Watch Colin awkwardly comment on famous people's stuff. Yes. Until next time, I'm Zach Patterson. I'm Sean Holmes. I'm Brian Cash. And we'll see you at the movies.